Greetings and salutations, you kinky fucks. Welcome back for episode 56 of Kinks with Kiki. I hope you guys are doing well in this quarantine. It is legato, but nonetheless, I hope you all are being safe. Definitely going to go ahead and jump into S&M, aka Song and Mood of the Week, and it is going to be Selfish by Slum Village. I'm calling. Yeah, maybe I'm selfish. Out. I want you to myself. I can't help it. Oh my. Yeah. So that song was 2004 and I'm going to assume from my analytics everyone is in my age group particularly that listens to this podcast so you all know in 04 we were in high school in 2004 I was a senior or junior depending on what year it came I mean what time of the year it came out I can't really remember but um, if it was fall 2004, I was a senior. If it was spring, I was a junior. So I I like Slum Village and I have been drinking and just vibing out because of the quarantine, which I'll go into a little bit with Weekly with Kiki. I'll try to be brief, but I liked Slum Village. I still like Slum Village as a group. Their music was... I'm not going to say it was ahead of its time, but it was definitely outside of the realm of music in the early 2000s. Um, they had Kanye before he, you know, got involved with the curse of the Kardashians. This is like Polo, Teddy Bear, um, label whore. Well, he's still a label whore, but this was like that fresh Kanye, that hungry Kanye, producer Kanye that wanted to be on like this isn't like now you know Jesus Utah Wyoming Nebraska Kanye but I like that song and it's one of the songs I've been vibing to this week that's resonated to me because I do feel like I'm a little bit selfish um like I said going into that with weekly with Kiki and I'll go into it in a little bit with Kiki's critiques but I think I have a name for that um that'll be later in the episode so yeah song and mood of the week aka S&M is selfish by slum village now weekly with Kiki like I said I want to be brief because apparently people have issues with me talking about what the fuck is going on with me on my fucking podcast but you know that's neither here nor there you're listening regardless so hope you guys are staying safe with this quarantine I am tired do you understand me like I have literally been in the house working from home since March 13th which was on a Friday and had I known that it was going to turn into this whole widespread of you can't come back to work I would have probably stayed at work another day or two to be honest because this shit is ghetto I am tired I mean I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to work from home I know a lot of people do not have that opportunity because they are essential workers ironically my job is considered essential I don't know I guess people need the need to sue people every day so um, but my job is considered essential thankfully we do have the opportunity to work from home with a few select people working from the actual office to get like mail out or mail in 
So I'm thankful, but a bitch is tired. And that's all I got to say about the quarantine. I hope you guys are staying safe. Uh, we're going into, for me, I'm going into week six of this thing. No, week five, week six. I can't remember, but I'm tired. I'm losing track of time, days, realism. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's a lot going on. Um, another thing that happened on the two weeks, almost three, where I have gone completely missing, and I'll explain that in a little bit, is my podcast charted like on Apple podcast charts. I was a little, you know, I was a little suspicious of that because I wasn't expecting my podcast to chart at all at this stage because I still consider myself fairly new. I'm going into my second year anniversary next month. So I've only been doing this for two years. I barely have 60 episodes at this point which I should have more, but you know, I'm going to go into that in a little bit. <laughs> so I was really, really surprised. Like I charted at 135 for sex podcasts and I'm just like, oh, so it's not a lot of us out there, but that's just how I operate mentally. I have to work on celebrating myself and being proud of my accomplishments, no matter how big or how small. So my podcast charted can't believe that shit but I'm very thankful that it did get the recognition to even be charted in the first place because I know that is what some people aspire to do and this isn't me throwing shade but I know that's what some people aspire to do so I'm not going to take it lightly um, I don't know if I'm still charted but this was like two weeks ago so I'm super duper thankful for that so I haven't been recording for the last couple of weeks because I have been sick you guys know this is not your first time at the rodeo, if you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, coming forward, you know, I've had a lot going on health-wise since I've started because I have lupus and some days, weeks, and months, I just don't feel fucking great. Like, I'm happy we're in a quarantine and I'm able to work from home in a sickly manner, but that is literally all I have the energy to do. I have the energy to bullshit on social media and work. I don't have the energy to actually set up recording, mics, edit, all that good stuff because I'm physically tired and I'm mentally tired because lupus flares are draining. I am still going through the lupus flares, not as intense as it was within the last three or four weeks. It was really bad. I was running fevers. I don't have the Rona, so don't think that is that's the case, but I was running like fevers and my butterfly rash was all over the place and I couldn't walk and joint pain. It was awful, but I'm slowly coming out of it now, which is a good thing, which is why I am capable of sitting and recording and doing research and making notes and all that good stuff. Um, so I've made a big decision outside of, you know, health wise, I've made a big decision, um, shifted my energy a little bit and, I'm making a decision to make some physical and emotional moves within the next few months. I will give details once those things come into fruition, but for now, just, you know, best wishes and keep me in your prayers. But yeah, I'm planning to make some big moves and I'm really, really excited for that. And I'm pretty sure once I announce it, because I am claiming it already, Y'all niggas are going to go nuts and I'm not ready, but just know I am 
making some moves. Last thing for Weekly with Kiki. I'm pretty sure you're listening, sir. There was a guy maybe about a week or two ago who sent me an email asking me to look at his dick and give him my critique. He said that he was religious and that he wanted to make sure that his member, so I guess you can say member, was adequate enough for his future partner, whoever that may be. First of all, this is what took me by surprise. You're saying that you're religious. I'm not going to say you're a Bible thumper, but you believe in Jesus or whoever you believe in. And you want to send your penis to a complete stranger that doesn't know you, who didn't ask for it, who doesn't even want it. Um, But you're religious. You know, I don't throw glass, you know, stones and glass houses and all that good stuff. But I just found that a little odd. And because of that, I didn't respond. So a few days later, he proceeds to send me his dick unsolicited anyway. Now, sir, if you are a man of the cloth or you believe in Jesus, our Lord and Savior, you know, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, whatever you may be with Christianity, Catholicism, I don't know, whatever your denomination is, whatever your religion is, why do you feel the need? If I didn't say anything, there's a response and no response. Why do you feel the need or why did you feel the urge to send a person who doesn't even know your first name? doesn't know where you're from, doesn't know what you do for a living, doesn't even know about you as a person. Why would you send your unsolicited dick pic to me? More importantly, if you have a partner, why would you disrespect the fuck out of your partner and send your dick to me? So not only did I not respond, I blocked you. So if you didn't get a response, if you can't email me or you're wondering why your emails aren't going through, it's because you've been blocked. You're being creepy. I don't like unsolicited dick pics because I don't send unsolicited news because I feel like that's disrespectful and you're invading somebody's space. If they want something from you or if the vibe is there, it will happen. So that is going to be it for Weekly with Kiki. I kept it short and brief. We're about 10 minutes into this episode. There isn't going to be a particular kink this week. There are going to be several kinks. So jumping into this episode this week, we are going to talk about several kinks. Now, the last time I did this was probably like episode 41. So it's been about 15 episodes since I've done it. Um, there are some kinks that I am fascinated by, not saying that I'm interested or that I'm shaming them. Let me just go ahead and get that off top. But these are kinks that I'm interested in that don't have like a lot of information to talk about, but I still want to make them known because just because the kink isn't common doesn't mean that the people who listen to my show aren't into them. Okay. So I think I might have like seven to 12 kinks that I've found during research. Um, I'm going to put the link of the website that has a list of every kink philia fetish from a to z is from the united kingdom i'm not sure if it's in britain but it's a part of the uk and it's a very interesting website where they talk about kinks and fetishes from a to z and they break down several kinks and several fetishes which is how I get a lot of my information as well and you know go into it and do my research on my own so I picked some again it's like a 
this is what you're into again type of episode part two so we're gonna do that so the first kink I found which I stand <laughs> was called trampoline so this particular kink is when you basically crush someone with boots with heels you step on someone who gets arousal from being trampled now the dom in me is like bitch what let's get this shit popping asap like i i'm not gonna say it's my fetish well you know what bullshit i'm lying i definitely will crush the fuck out of a dude i will step on him in heels combat boots doc martens tims whatever you get your rocks off sir as long as it's not black air force ones because we all know <laughs> you can't trust a nigga in black air force ones so trampling is a kink where well a fetish where people get off from being crushed and to the people who are aware and abreast of the kink community you know that there are some women who like to be stepped on they like their faces stepped on while they're having sex I've had it done to me before it was once it's interesting not really my cup of tea but nonetheless it was interesting but you also know that there are a lot of men out there who like to submit to dominant women and they like to have their faces stepped on and their bodies stepped on and basically treat it like pavement so this kink I can fuck with I you know I want to be as neutral and as kink shamey free as possible when I'm talking about these because apparently there have been some people who have issues and say that I'm very judgmental when it comes to kinks I'm not judgmental because let me say here on record for this episode and going forward I can give two fucks about what you do in your spare time whether it's sexually kinky fetish I don't give a shit I'm not going to judge you and I'm not going to look at you sideways however if the kink is not for me it is not for me. So if you feel like that's judgy, in your opinion, because I don't agree with or I don't want to try your kink because it just doesn't interest me, then I guess I can just say, you know, you can kiss my whole high yellow ass, but it is what the fuck it is. So next kink is called acousticophilia. This is another one that was interesting to me because I have a way and a thing for words and sounds and this kink is sexual arousal from specific sounds so it can be your partner's voice it can be the neighbors it can be the sound of a fucking lawnmower or a leaf blower I don't know but it's just the sexual arousal from sounds now I know a lot of women and I don't know if this is for men as well if it is feel free to let me know but for women, we love that early in the morning voice from the person that you like or love. Their sleepy voice, baby. <laughs> that is one of the sexiest sounds. And don't let him have a deep voice, bitch. I am melting if I call you in the morning and you are just waking up and you give me your sleepy voice. I'm trying to sit on your face like, you know, what? I'm going to call you. You're going to say good morning in your sleepy voice. And I'm going to be like, I'm coming over. Get my seat ready. Period. Period. So 
acousticophilia, which is a very interesting kink. I'm interested in it. I'm pretty sure a lot of you men and women and whatever you identify as are interested in it. That is sexy to me. And I feel like acousticophilia isn't just the sound of someone's voice. It can be like them talking. It can be moans. I love personally when a man moans. That shit is fire to me. Okay. If you are so enthralled in whatever you're going through whether I'm giving you head or if I'm giving you a hand job or if we're having sex and you moan whoo honey I am going to come like <laughs> without hesitation because it is so fucking sexy to me all right I'm gonna whoo okay it's hot in here <laughs> I'm going to go to the next kink. So this one, again, I'm not kink shaming. I'm not judging, but I chose purposely either kinks that don't have a lot of information or kinks that are a little bit out of my realm of kink and fetishism. So hierophilia or maybe herophilia, I'm not sure, but this kink is a sexual arousal of religious objects, people, and places. And in some cases, it can even involve masturbating in churches or with religious items. Again, to the Christians, if you are listening to this episode, if you're listening to this podcast, period, and you already know the vibes and you know what shit I'm on, like, I don't need y'all saying, oh my gosh, she's the devil and be gone, Satan, and you know, the power of Christ compels you. I don't need any of that. I'm just letting you know that fetishes are very broad and it's a very, I can't say multifaceted, but I can say it's a very broad type of I don't know, sexu- I can't say sexuality, but kink isn't just white and black. It's very, very broad. And there are a lot of gray areas and some areas that people may not agree with and people may just disagree with entirely. I'm here to expose all kinks because I don't kink shame and I don't judge. But yes, this is a kink. I know I personally don't have any desire to masturbate in you know, a church or a synagogue or a mosque. Like I just, it's not for me. Not saying that is something wrong with you. If it is for you, whatever floats your boat. But that is an interesting ass fetish. Okay. <laughs> so the next one is called Isrophrodesia. And this is people who are turned on by the smell of sweat, particularly in the genital area. Now, I'm not going to say this is a common kink, but this is a kink that I've heard both men and women say they actually enjoy. Not all, but I've heard a few people, I've seen tweets where some men do like when their woman comes in like from work all day or she was at work all day and she went to the gym and some women are like, you know, they just finished playing basketball and I just want to smell his sweat and I just want to smell his balls I want to smell his dick or I want to smell her pussy like it's a thing it's not my thing 
again, this is not me being judgmental because I want to be as broad and as uh, give as much variety as I possibly can when it comes to kinks and fetishes and philias. So I thought this one was very interesting because I've heard it before. It wasn't a kink that I was completely unfamiliar with. Um, I don't like the smell of sweat. I don't sweat a lot and it's something I've been working on. Like I'm purposely trying to sweat because I feel like when you sweat, you detox. If you don't sweat, you just hold all those toxins in and stuff. I don't want you sniffing my sweaty cooch. Not saying that I wouldn't allow you to smell my, like if I've worked all day and I decided to go walking, which I've been doing a lot lately. Um, and you said, Ooh, babe, don't take a shower when you get home. I'm with the shits. Y'all know me. I'm pretty much with the shits on a regular basis. So I'm not going to be like, oh my God, that's disgusting. You can't do that. I'm going to be like, all right, fuck it. You can take a whiff before I take a shower. But I will admit I might be a little grossed out if you try to eat me because I'm like, bro, that's just like all day vagina just stewing and then I walked. So now it's just like friction. Again, this is not me judging. This is my personal opinion, if it was to happen to me, not anyone else, me, okay? All right, so the next kink is called spectrophilia. And this is a philia or fetish for ghosts. Again, I'm pretty sure there are people looking at the phone, looking at the iPad, looking at the computer, looking at like, I'm sorry, what now? For ghosts? We don't kink shame over here. We don't judge people. Everybody's into whatever they're into. So, you know, given that ghosts aren't real, you may have to settle for having a partner in the bed sheet, you know, jump out at you and be like, boo, bitch. But... (laughs) But this is it's an actual fetish for ghosts. I don't know. I didn't see too much. Again, I found kinks that don't have a lot of information on them. And I would love to talk about these in detail. But the information on them and just the exposure that I've had from people is so limited. Like, I don't have a lot of information to go on. But I often wondered, like, with a kink like that, is it like you... Are you fetishizing like a specific ghost? Are you like fascinated with particular ghosts? Like, is it ghosts from like, you know, the 18th century or ghosts that died in like some like American or historical tragedy? Like, I don't know what the the premise of having a fetish for ghosts is like, or do you fetishize like, uh, you know, a dead friend or I don't know. It's an interesting kink and it's not one I've seen that has a lot of light shed to it. So I thought that it would be one that I would bring up in particular and just talk about. Again, this isn't me being judgy. This is me being curious as fuck because I want to know. So if there's anyone out there who is listening to this podcast who has a fetish for ghosts, please send me a DM on Instagram, Kinks with Kiki Podcast, because I need information. Like, are you, do you have a fetish for ghosts in general? Or is there a particular type of ghost? Like, is there a sexy ghost? Is there a woman ghost? Is there, you know, a villainous ghost? I don't know. 
I've never experienced this before. So if you're interested in it or if this is one of your kinks, please let me know because ignorance is bliss and I like to be educated when I talk about kinks and fetishes. Okay. Now this one, <laughs> baby. So this kink is called Joe, J-O-E or Joy, J-O-I. And this is a point of view fetish where people get arousal from, and I'm not going to say just women, but people who enjoy watching whatever you identify with men jerk off. So Joe, J-O-E stands for jerk off encouragement and joy, J-O-I stands for jerk off instruction bitch (laughs) do you understand like if a man gives me the power to tell him how to jerk off who y'all know that meme I don't know how many people are on Twitter but y'all know that meme of the black girl in the audience and she just like melts away like oh my god that's me like (laughs) that's me right now like if a man told me like I want to jerk off for you because I like watching men masturbate. I like watching people masturbate. It's, I'm a voyeur. It's my thing. If I if a man tells me he wants me to give him instruction on how to jack off in front of me, listen here, I'm pulling up the finest of blush wines. I'm grabbing a whole seat with no panties and I'm sitting at the edge of the bed and I'm getting shit pie. Being. granted he's not going to probably finish to completion because I will probably be sucking his dick or riding it before he has the opportunity to but whoo the mm, the thought of just telling him like oh daddy you are doing such a good job mm. It is truly unmatched because I can just, I can envision that right now with the person I like and I'm just a pool. Like the seat is covered. I am soaking wet and I'm just like, "Mm, mm -hmm. you're doing such a great job. Now do it like this or do it like that. Go a little slower, go a little faster, speed up, add more pressure. Woo, baby, give me that type of power. And I promise you, it is on and popping. I'm probably going to get pregnant. <laughs> if I, if a man allows me to do that freely, oh, we are having a grand old night. And I am telling you to shoot the club, make me a Twinkie, insert here, do whatever you need to do. Like plan B, what? It doesn't even exist at this point. I'm having your child. <laughs> Okay, so Joe or Joy is definitely one. I'm going to see if I can find a little bit more information on that one and like give some techniques and find some info so I can do a whole episode on that. But bitches, and when I say bitch, bitch is universal. I don't mean just women. I'm talking about men and whatever you identify as. Bitch, we in there, okay? (laughs) So the next kink, whew, y'all, I'm sorry, I had to take a moment. I'm just sitting here like, mm, just, I'm a visual person. So, whew, okay, I'm gonna stop. 
So the next kink is hoplophilia. And this is people who are sexually aroused by firearms. Now, I could make a joke about the MAGA people and the Trump supporters of America because y'all have seen those niggas lately. And I say niggas and I do mean niggas. Like, I don't mean black people. I mean niggas because niggas is a universal term as well. Doesn't, you know, relate specifically to color. Y'all have seen them protesting, saying they want to go back to work with their guns and their flags and their military, like, uh, I can't say memorabilia, the the military paraphernalia, like those are the types. Let me stop being, I'm not going to be petty. I'm not going to say those are the types to like the fuck they guns. But these, this particular kink, um, hoplophilia is for people who are sexually aroused by firearms. They like to do things sexually, whether it be inserted, rubbed against, just like they get their rocks off by firearms now when I was looking at this kink the one thing that it said was to make sure you take the bullets out and I can't stress that enough because not too long ago I want to say maybe like a year or two ago there was a couple having sex and they were using a gun and the girl accidentally got killed so this is a warning for all you good people if you are going to enjoy incorporating some type of firearm whether it's a sawed off whether it's a 45 or 22 if you're going to enjoy sex and you're going to throw firearms into it please make sure that there are no bullets in whatever apparatus you are using because we don't need to lose anybody else corona is trying to take all of us out as is the world may end as of june i don't know what the fuck is going on like just be safe okay Huh, now, this kink is very new for me, um, not something that I am familiar with entirely, but again, these are the things I want to bring to, I want to shed light on because not every kink is going to be as ironic as it sounds, like not every kink is going to be you know, deemed approvable, if that's the word, <laughs> by society. By that, I mean, like, the, you know, the DS and the bondage and the DDLG, like, how those have become, like, societal norms almost. Not every kink, every fetish, every philia is like that. So these are the fetishes and these are the kinks that I want to bring light to because it's such a broad, again, it's such a broad type of lifestyle like whatever you're into is whatever you're into and if you aren't aware that it's even a fetish behind it like I'm trying to shed light on that so this one is called and I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right emetophilia and this is a sexual arousal for the sight smell or sensation of vomit I don't judge if it's your kink, congratulations. I don't like vomit. <laughs> but this is a kink for people who do. If you, you know, you get off on the idea of watching someone wretch. And that, oh, that is the worst feeling in the world where you know you're about to throw up. And you just keep doing that weird, like, 
hurling sound is so bad but this is for people who get off on that again just like I mentioned earlier with the other kink if this is something you're into please let me know because I would love to pick your brain I want to know what about vomit or the sight or the smell or just the act of vomiting itself does it for you like I'm curious because again ignorance is bliss I don't know every kink I don't know everything about fetishes and I don't know everything about what gets people off so I try to be as broad as possible because I want to try to relate to everyone not just you know the kinks that I'm familiar with or the kinks that again are more of a societal norm at this point so glasses fetish now this is low-key one of my fetishes it's not a fetish it's more so of a fantasy and this is for men or women who have a fetish for people who wear glasses you know I say men don't make passes at girls who wear glasses that's bullshit because they love the secretaries and the librarian like I remember this guy I called him silver fox for the longest because he was 20 years older than me and we were talking briefly but he was an Aries and he was too controlling I'm a Libra we with the air we just flow not here for that shit you try to like contain me I'm gonna like repel so he would always say you have like this sexy librarian thing going on like and I've heard that from a lot of men because they have a thing for glasses however my fantasy is to have my glasses came on like I want to give head and usually my glasses are off when I have sex because of fear of crushing them because we don't know where they may disappear on wherever we are but I would love to give head with my glasses on and then have said person, whoever that may be in the future, because right now there is no one. <laughs> um, I would like for that person to like come all over my glasses. I'm pretty sure that will get me off like ooh, just the idea of just me giving head and him coming on my glasses, and like, oh my God, I can't see. I mean, coming on my glasses is better than coming in my eye. And for ladies who take facials, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. That shit burns and my eyes will be red for the next six hours. I don't have time for that. So yes, glasses fetish is for men or women who have a thing for people who wear glasses. Um, When I did research on... This one, they particularly talked about how men have a thing for women who have glasses, again, because of the secretary fetish or the librarian fetish. All right, so the next fetish is going to be wham. For some odd reason, like, I just have a gut feeling that this is common, but I can't be sure. So again, if you're listening to this, if you're interested in it, if it's something you participate in, DM me, Kinks with Kiki Podcast on Instagram, okay? So this is called Wham, and it's short for wet and messy. So basically, this is a fetish for people who like to get wet and messy through food or drinks, like creams and custards and like juices and things of that. It's called splashing or is considered like food play. Now, 
I'm not into this because I just, I'm weird about food touching my body. Like, you know how, like, when you wash dishes and you're cleaning the dishes and you're, like, your hands in the dishwater and you feel like a piece of corn touch your hand and you completely, like, fall to the floor because, oh, my God, like, you <laughs> just can't believe it. That's how I feel about, you know, food in my body. So, I thought this was an interesting kink. I'm going to do... Um, feeders and feedy kinks. I'm going to do that later in the future because I haven't asked to do research and do an episode on feeding and food play and feedies because it's a very interesting kink and it's really, really common, surprisingly. Um, so this one, wet and messy, like I think of wet and messy, I think of men watching <laughs> women because the fucking patriarchy I imagine men watching women in like a kiddie pool with like jello and they're wrestling and men are just like getting their you know rocks off and dicks hard and all that stuff because fuck the patriarchy that's what my mind goes when I think of wham or wet and messy um but as far as like creams and custards like I don't want you know and this is not me being judgmental. I have to say that because people are so fucking sensitive. Um, this isn't like, I don't want like, you know, ready whip on my elbow. <laughs> I just don't like, it's just weird to me because I'm going to look at it like, why is it on my elbow? And it's not weird. I'm not saying that the kink is weird. I'm just saying the action, like if somebody just decided to run up on me and put like cool whip on my shoulder, I'm going to be like, the fuck, what are you doing? However, it is not my kink. It is not my fetish. It is not for me. It is not going to get me off. It doesn't, it's not sexually appeasing to me. So I'm not going to get it. But to the people who do, Kinks for Kiki podcast, you can definitely, definitely send me a DM. I've got a lot, but you can get me there or you'll get me on the email and I'll say the email, you know, kinksforkiki at gmail.com. So if you're curious or if it's something you've tried, let me know. Because again, ignorance is bliss. I don't know shit about wham. I just know I don't want food touching my body. I just want it going into my mouth for nourishment, you know, doing prayers and all that good stuff. Like, thank you. We're going to say grace and all the great stuff. Okay. <laughs> so the next kink is called... I want to say it's taphophilia. Taphophilia, which is considered a risky fetish, is the arousal of being buried alive. I think of mummification, which is an episode I do plan to do in the future as well. Um, but it is for people who like to be in very, very confined spaces or they have a fetish for being like, literally buried alive like you put them in a box or you put them in some type of container I don't want to say a casket because my mind goes to a completely different dark place and you just bury them alive now I am extremely claustrophobic so this is not a kink for me but I know people who like to be confined or they're you know they get a little bit of roused with the idea of being confined in a confined and tight space I am terrified so I would love to talk to you all as well um mainly for information because I do want to do research on this particular topic and just ask questions like 
why a confined space like if a closet is too small like I'm panicking elevator is too tiny I'm panicking so this is for the people this particular fetish is for people who like to be in confined spaces whether it be a box whether it be a closet whether it be whatever type of apparatus that you and your partner have you know rigged together not saying rigged in a bad way but like rigged together for the betterment and the enjoyment of you all's relationship sexually so that is what um tephophilia is people who are sexually aroused by being buried alive okay so that is going to wrap up <laughs> all of the kinks that I've had is not many um this was going to I knew this was going to be a quick episode anyway um because I'm still recovering you know, I'm still on my bullshit on Instagram, still on my bullshit on Twitter. But as far as like recording and having to physically be present and have the energy and get my mic ready and my computer and mixers and all that stuff, like that's exhausting to me. So that was going to be the last kink. I do have a question that I received on Instagram. I'm not going to say, you know, I always keep everyone anonymous. And then I'm going to go into Kiki's critiques or what I like to call at this point, a sprinkle of vanilla because it's typically not on the kink side. So the question is, hi, just asking, but what are your thoughts on pegging a man? Uh, I'm just curious. That's all. Thanks, love. Okay. So... My thoughts on pegging a man is first and four fucking most. If a woman is pegging a man, it is not any type, type, shape, form, a homosexual act. This is a man and a woman having heterosex with one another. I don't think that is gay. I don't think that it emasculates a man. I think that it is something that a man is into and he likes to have it done by a woman. Now, if you are sexually interested in the same sex and having anal sex, to me, that is homosexual because you are having sex with, what does homo mean? Same homosexual means you're having sex with the same sex but if a man is being pegged by a woman I think that is heterosexual I think that is normal for whoever is into it I'm not gonna say it's not abnormal it's just if there is a man who's into pegging I'm not gonna say he's weird or is strange I'm going to say that it's normal for whoever is into it. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you a creep. It doesn't make you a weirdo or a freak. It makes you whatever the fuck it makes you. If it makes you happy, if you get pleasure from it, if your partner likes doing it, I see no problem with it. However, I am not into pegging men. And before y'all try to come for me, this isn't like, this isn't me being like, homophobic or anything it's just I don't get anything out of it like I know with some women they get it's a power dynamic and it's the ability to make a man like basically fall to his knees in pleasure and 
the power in knowing that you are giving this man that type of pleasure. It's just genuinely, it just does nothing for me. Like the idea of pegging someone isn't really appealing to me. Like I don't have to peg you. Not saying that I wouldn't if I was in a relationship and my partner was interested in trying pegging. I'm not going to be like, Nah, you wildin'. That's that's such bullshit. That's such bullshit. No, I'm not doing that. No, I would definitely be open to it, but it's like me readily saying like, yeah, I'm ready to pay at any given moment. It's just not for me, but it's not something I would say, oh no, never. I never do that. That's gross. It's me saying that I've never met a person who wanted to be pegged and if I was in a relationship and my partner was interested, fuck yeah, we'd try it because why not? Like, I'm not going to say I wouldn't try anything because it's just not for me. It's just, I've never experienced anyone who was with it. Like, so I can't say that it's not something for me. It's just like, it's just never been for me because I've never met someone who wanted to be pegged. But if I was ever to meet a person, again, if it's somebody I'm in a relationship with and they're like, I want to be pegged. Let's try this. I'm like, okay, let's try it out. Let's get it popping. Like, why not? What do I have to lose? Like, it's all in the pleasure of them. It's all in fun for me. It's a win-win for everybody. All right. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> now, the last thing, uh, I've been calling it Kiki's Critiques, but I think I'm leaning more so of calling it a sprinkle of vanilla because typically... This segment of the show is not related to kink. It's typically related to just like life and more of a vanilla side of relationships and dating and whatever you're into at the moment. So this week, I want to talk about boundaries. And I personally want to say that setting boundaries for yourself is never about the other person. What I mean by that is if you are setting boundaries on how you react or how you encounter a person on a day-to-day basis, it doesn't have shit to do with that person. It's all about protecting your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. You're doing what you have to do for you. So I wanted to bring this little sprinkle of vanilla in because I don't want people to apologize for setting boundaries. I don't want you to feel guilty for setting boundaries, which is why I had S&M as selfish at the beginning of the episode, because I don't want a person to feel like they're being selfish by setting boundaries to benefit themselves. If you're in a situation with a person where you know it's not going to benefit you spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or physically, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you choosing to set that boundary to protect yourself. And if that person is calling you selfish because you're choosing to do this for you, then that person is manipulative and you need to let them the fuck go anyway. So again, if you set boundaries... It's perfectly fine. And it's never for the other person. And that is going to conclude episode 56 of Kinks with Kiki. (laughs) As always, you guys, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please don't send me your dick pics. I do love women. So, girl, if you down, 
please ask if you want to send pussy pics and tit pics because I'm with the shits. But um, please don't send me your unsolicited dick pics to my email. My email is kinkswithkiki at gmail.com. I am on Instagram, Kinks with Geeky Podcast. I am also on Twitter and Tumblr at Kinks with Kiki. Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can definitely reach me on those platforms and those avenues. I did start the group chat. It is officially on GroupMe. I believe we have like maybe 43 members right now. So hey, y'all, hey to the girls who comment and, you know, keep the group chat going. Like the purpose of me creating the group chat wasn't for me to be like the center of attention. It was more so a fellowship and sisterhood. It is a private group chat. You have to be a woman to enter this group chat. I would prefer that you be over the age of 18, preferably over the age of 21 um but it's just you know if you want to send news if you want to just talk about whatever the fuck you got going on with quarantine bay like that is what the group chat is for so if any women over the age of 18 preferably 21 if you are interested in the group chat you can dm me on twitter kinks with kiki you can dm me on instagram kinks with kiki podcast or you can email me i have been adding people based on their email for some odd reason i can't do it with the qr code i don't know what the hell is going on but if you want to be added definitely send me a message and I will add you. It has been great. Um, I just want people to be friends. Well, I want women to be friends and I want like-minded individuals to have a place where they can talk and be free of judgment and unapologetically themselves. So yes, if you're interested, you can reach me there. And as always, I am your dose of black girl in this kinky ass world. And until next time, peace.